Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 58. Only God judges people fairly. We will see injustice avenged. If you feel there is too much injustice in the world, this psalm is for you. Injustice is not a new thing. David experienced it back in the day. Furthermore, he knew who to call out to. Let's dig in. Psalm 58, and the introduction reads, For the choir director, a psalm, or miktam, of David, to be sung to the tune, Do Not Destroy. Which, by the way, this is the same tune as the last one, Psalm 57. I think they may go together. So if you missed it, you know, check back in the podcast um, and uh, check out last week's uh, Sunday song. Well, here we go. Justice. Do you rulers, or gods, little g-gods, know the meaning of the word? Do you judge the people fairly? No. You plot injustice in your hearts. You spread violence throughout the land. These wicked people are born sinners. Actually, we all are born sinners. Even from birth, they have lied and gone their own way. They spit venom like deadly snakes. They are like cobras that refuse to listen, ignoring the tunes of the snake charmers, no matter how skillfully they play. Break off their fangs, O God. Smash the jaws of these lions, O Lord. May they disappear like water into thirsty ground. Make their weapons useless in their hands. May they be like snails that dissolve into slime, like a stillborn child who will never see the sun. God will sweep them away, both young and old, faster than a pot heats over burning thorns. The godly will rejoice when they see injustice avenged. They will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then at last, everyone will say there truly is a reward for those who live for God. Surely there is a God who judges justly here on earth. Let God deal with injustice. Psalm 58, it's what's called an imprecatory psalm. To imprecate means to curse. There are several imprecatory psalms written by David. Here he calls down judgment on evil men. As Pastor Sandy Adams puts it, and I quote, the imprecatory psalms encourage our desire for justice. Rather than suppress a righteous eruption, these psalms teach us the safest way to deal with rage is to bring it to God, place our feelings at his feet. Many times, um, end quote, Many times when I'm studying and preparing to do this blog and pod, my blog and podcast, I discover devotionals that I couldn't have written better myself. 
In this case, I'm going with spoken gospel devotional on this psalm, which covers the whole injustice issue perfectly. And I quote, King David is angry. The kings of the world are silent when they see injustice. David sarcastically asks, do you rulers indeed speak justly? Do you judge people with equity? Equity, that's a word that's thrown around a lot these days. The implied answer is no. David uses a play on words to sharpen his point. The Hebrew word behind the word rulers is also translated as silence or even little g-gods, g-o-d-s, depending on your translation. This flexibility is intentional. The injustice of wicked rulers is entwined in the silence of their gods. Together, the forces of false religion and politics unjustly plot to benefit themselves at the expense of those under them. These wicked spiritual and political elites have been crooked since birth. They're lying snakes. This reminds me of Jesus called the Pharisees in Matthew 23. Their words are venom. They are so determined to do harm that no snake charmer can temper their restless evil. The psalmist prays that God will break the fangs out of their mouths and then, changing the metaphor, makes these lions toothless, this evil flood evaporate. These sharp arrows blunt, these slug-like men's melt. The final request asks God to make it as if these unjust gods and kings had never been born. The psalmist then expresses settled confidence that God will wipe away evil thoroughly and finally. The innocent righteous will one day dip their feet in the blood of their defeated enemies. The injustice of this will be so, I'm sorry, the justice of this will be so incontrovertible that people from all over the world will agree with God's actions. Contrary to what they previously said, they now say that doing justice will always be rewarded and God will silence evil. Interestingly, in the last verse, the word translated uh, capital G, God, G-O-D, is in most Bibles is actually the word Little G gods. This final play on words implies that appeals to the gods, little G gods, bring universal judgment, but appeals to the one God will bring final justice, big G God, uh, will bring final justice to all who are oppressed. So where is the gospel in this? Psalm 58 is a cry for justice against the corrupt from the mouth of someone who has suffered under evil and silence. It's often difficult for those of us who have not experienced great evil and calloused silence to empathize with the strong language used to describe these evil leaders and gods, little g-gods. It's even more difficult for us to ask God, as the psalmist does, to dip our feet in the blood of these defeated moral monsters. Often our discomfort is a function of our relative safety. But once you've been hunted by the secret police or watched as loved ones are buried in mass graves, and I'm, I'm adding in here all the horrors of human trafficking, you are confronted with the need for strong words against injustice and the final obliteration of the people, institutions, and systems that cause it. 
It's only the oppressors and the privileged who cringe at the vengeance and retribution described here. One day soon, Jesus will provide it. Jesus is the one true God who has been invested with the authority to judge the earth. In the book of Revelation, we're told that Jesus will stain his feet with the blood as he crushes evil and injustice like grapes in a wine press. Even more vividly, his entire robe will be dipped in the blood of those who have plotted injustice and evil. In Jesus, all evil will be dealt with. And instead of silence, the whole earth will sing, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for true are his judgments. That's Revelation 19, 1 through 2. If you are currently experiencing great injustice at the hands of the leaders and the little G-gods of this world, Jesus is the big G-god and ruler, king of kings and lord of lords, who does not stay silent in the face of oppression. He is on the side of the innocent and the righteous, and he is coming quickly to all who cry out to him for aid. That, again, is from Spoken Gospel. And click on over to my blog, and um, you can click on the links to deeper Bible studies on everything on the book of Revelation, on judgment, on um, who's going to be judged, how our belief is going to be judged, how is it going to be different from um, non-believers. Okay, so the link is in the show notes. So click on over to the blog. Um, and if you subscribe to my blog or podcast, you know that on Saturdays I publish World Watch Prophetic Last News, just like Jesus said. Uh, it's a weekly wrap-up of global prophetic news that are the signs of the end times. Many of the stories I cover are of the injustices going on in today's world, including Christian persecution. So, you know, look look for the, the, the last blog post for the for the the last uh, World Watch uh, podcast. Um, and I cover, every week, I cover uh, Christian persecution, and I also cover good news um, and other injustices like what's going on in Sudan and Ukraine and uh, well, a lot of different places. But um, in, you know, finalizing this, I'm going to repeat the last two verses, which gives us hope that God deals with injustice. Verse 10. The godly will rejoice when they see injustice avenged. They will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then at last, everyone will say, there truly is a reward for those who live for God. Surely there is a God who judges justly here on earth. Assuredly, there is a reward for those who live for God. In fact, there are several rewards for believers out there. And I have a, a, an article I did on that. Um, what reward will you be getting? Rewards and crowns. And judgment. There will be judgment for those who don't live for God, for evil people, for unbelievers. Consequently, the question is, do you live for God? Or do you live for yourself? Do you think of yourself as a little G-God? Well, that's today's humanism. And it's wrong. Absolutely wrong. James, the brother of Jesus, wrote, Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. 
So if you want your life changed, if you want the hope, peace, and joy that can only be found through a relationship with Jesus Christ, then invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and the confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, how to know Jesus. And in the bottom of today's blog, I have two songs. One of them they sang in church this morning is called Firm Foundation. And then the other one um, is Hymn of Heaven by Phil Witham. And it's just, it gives you the hope that we need and that we can only find in Jesus and we cannot find in this world. So trust Jesus. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the thous and stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious, and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.